happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello and welcome to It Could Happen Here. This is Shireen, and today is going to be the start of a little series about Libya. Why Libya, you may ask? Well, I wanted to learn about Libya, so selfishly I thought, why not record myself learning about Libya, and maybe y'all can learn along with me. Um, I think there are so many countries right now that are in a state of unrest or turmoil or instability. And it's really important to know how we got here, know what those countries went through to reach this state of unpredictability and uh, unease. So we're going to start with Libya today. There are so many other countries I want to do this with, but I really love history and I love knowing the context of a country. So hopefully by the end of this, we'll reach present day news about Libya and we'll have a foundation to talk about Libya in the future from a place of knowing. Let's go to 74 BC, all the way back to 74 BC. The Romans conquered Libya and held control until 643 AD. In 643 AD, Ahmed ibn al conquered Libya and spread Islam across Northern Africa. He was the Arab commander who led the Muslim conquest of Egypt and is regarded as one of the most important figures in the history of Egypt because he introduced Islam to the country. He also served as its governor in 640 to 646 AD and again from 658 to 664 AD. 
He founded a new city just north of the Roman fort of Babylon called Fustat. Today, the mosque of Amr ibn al-As still marks the site of this city. He is a highly respected figure for Muslims. Now let's fast forward to the 16th century, when Libya became part of the Ottoman Empire. At this point, the Ottoman Empire had accumulated a huge amount of territory and continued to do so. In 1643 AD, the Ottoman Empire was at its largest extent. Go look at a map, it is a lot. It's known as one of history's most powerful empires, and it grew from a Turkish stronghold in Anatolia into a vast state that, at its peak, reached as far north as Vienna, Austria, as far east as the Persian Gulf, as far west as Algeria, and as far south as Yemen. It is a huge swath of land, and the Ottoman Empire on its own deserves many episodes. I think it's a very fascinating part of history, but we'll get there another time. Now let's jump ahead centuries to the early 1900s at the start of World War I. So this whole time, all these centuries between the 16th century and the early 1900s, the Ottoman Empire was in control of Libya and a lot of other territories surrounding it. But at the start of World War I, the Ottoman Empire was already in decline. The Ottoman army met with a disastrous defeat in the Italio-Turkish War that was between 1911 and 1912, and the Balkan Wars between 1912 and 1913, and both of these defeats resulted in the Ottomans being driven out of North Africa and nearly out of all of Europe. The Ottoman Empire officially ended in 1922, when the title of Ottoman Sultan was eliminated. Again, this was only a century ago, 1922. We think everything happened so long ago, but a century isn't that long, and uh, I feel like maybe the the word empire makes something seem very far away, but it really wasn't. And maybe this is just a little prequel to me talking with the Ottoman Empire in a future episode. Who knows if that'll ever happen? Stay tuned, I suppose. Anyway, Turkey was declared a republic on October 29th of 1923 when Mustafa Kemal Atatürk, who was an army officer, founded the Independent Republic of Turkey. The Ottoman Empire deserves many episodes on its own, as I said, but let's go back to Libya for today. There was a stretch of time preceding the fall of the Ottoman Empire when Libya was under Italian rule. It started between 1911 and 1912 when Italy seized Libya from the Ottomans. Omar al-Makhtar then began a 20-year insurgency against Italian rule. In the 1920s, Libyan resistance grew as the Sanusi dynasty joined in alongside the Makhtar campaign. Just a quick little thing about the Sanusi dynasty. It was a Muslim political-religious tariqa, which means a Sufi order, and a clan in colonial Libya and the Sudan region founded in Mecca in 1837 by the Grand Sanusi, aka Sanusi al-Kabir, the Algerian Muhammad ibn Ali al-Sanusi. Sanusi was concerned with what he saw as both the decline of Islamic thought and spirituality and the weakening of Muslim political integrity. I bring this up to note that by the 1920s, this dynasty had been around for nearly a century, and so when it joins the Libyan resistance alongside the Muhtar campaign, it seems very significant. But in 1931, Italy broke the resistance through a combination of major armed operations and concentration camps for the rebel population. El-Muhtar is captured and executed. 
1934, Italy unites the provinces as the colony of Libya and steps up Italian migration as part of an eventual plan for the incorporation of Libya into a greater Italy. In 1942, the Allies oust Italians from Libya, which was then divided into three sections. There was Tripolitania in the northwest, Faisan in the southwest, and Cyrenica in the east. The French took control of Faisan, and the British took control of the remaining Cyrenica and Tripolitania. In 1951, Libya becomes independent under King Idris el Sanusi and in 56, it grants two American oil companies a concession of some 14 million acres. In 61, King Idris, who was now in power for a decade, opens a 104-mile pipeline, which links its important oil fields in the interior to the Mediterranean Sea, and this makes it possible to export Libyan oil for the very first time. I don't know, but that last sentence of um, being able to export Libyan oil for the first time Seems like the beginning of the end for me. Again, how do we get here? This is how. Anyway, let's continue from the 1960s, which introduced the Gaddafi era. In 1969, King Idris was deposed in a military coup led by Colonel Muammar Gaddafi. He pursues a pan-Arab agenda by attempting to form mergers with several Arab countries and also introduces state socialism by nationalizing most economic activity, including the oil industry. In 1970, Libya orders the closure of a British airbase in Tarbuk and the giant U.S. Wheelis Air Force base in Tripoli. Property belonging to Italian settlers is also nationalized. In 1971, the National Referendum approves the proposed Federation of Arab Republics, the FAR, which was comprised of Libya, Egypt, and Syria. However, the FAR never really takes off. And in 73, Colonel Gaddafi declares a cultural revolution, which includes the formation of people's committees in schools, hospitals, universities, workplaces, and administrative districts. And then Libyan forces proceed to occupy the Yauzu Strip in northern Chad. In 1975, Gaddafi writes and publishes The Green Book which was a short book setting out the political philosophy of, you guessed it, Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi. It is said to have been inspired in part by the Little Red Book, aka quotations from Chairman Mao Zedong. An English translation was issued by the Libyan People's Committee, and a bilingual English-slash-Arabic edition was issued in London by Martin, Bryan, and O'Keefe in 1976. During the Libyan Civil War, copies of this book were burned by anti-Gaddafi demonstrators. In Libya, according to British author and former Greater London Council member George Tremlett, Libyan children spent two hours a week studying this book as part of their curriculum. Excerpts were broadcast every day on television and radio, and its slogans were also found on billboards and painted on buildings in Libya. This book was everywhere. And internationally, by 1993, lectures and seminars on the Green Book had been held at universities and colleges in France, Eastern Europe, Colombia, and Venezuela. On a state visit to Libya in 2008, Socialist Bolivian President Evo Morales cited the Green Book as a major influence on his political beliefs and policies. The Green Book rejects both capitalism and communism, as well as representative democracy, Instead, it proposes a type of direct democracy overseen by the General People's Committee, which allows direct political participation for all adult citizens. 
It also talks about the crucial importance of complete freedom of speech. There's also a paragraph in the book about abolishing money that is similar to a paragraph in Frederick Engels' Principles of Communism. Gaddafi wrote, The final step is when the new socialist society reaches the stage where profit and money disappear. It is through transforming society into a fully productive society and through reaching in production a level where the material needs of the members of society are satisfied. On that final stage, profit will automatically disappear and there will be no need for money. As far as the reception of this book goes, though, it wasn't great. U.S. Ambassador David Mack called the book quite jumbled, with various ideas including, quote, a fair amount of xenophobia wrapped up in a strange mixture. When I told my mom I was researching Libya, she immediately mentioned this book to me, and she couldn't stop cracking up. Uh, She's still in disbelief that a leader wrote something like this and then forced his entire country to read it and basically praise him for it. So that was entertaining to watch. I will say that. But anyway, five years later in 77, Gaddafi declares a people's revolution, changing the country's official name from the Libyan Arab Republic to the great socialist People's Libyan Arab Jamharia. He sets up revolutionary committees, and this heralds the start of institutionalized chaos, economic decline, the abuse of authoritarian power, and general arbitrariness. This is a good place to take a little break. So, BRB. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
it. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, we're back. Before the break, we talked about Gaddafi declaring a people's revolution and how... Ultimately, all of this led to a lot of chaos and decline and the abuse of authoritarian power. So three years later, in 1980, Libyan troops intervene in the civil war in northern Chad. This is where the U.S. decides to insert itself, because it always does. In 1981, the Libyan army has a confrontation with the U.S., The U.S. shoots down two Libyan aircraft, which it said challenged its warplanes over the Gulf of Sirta, which was claimed by Libya as its territorial water. In 1984, a British policewoman was shot dead outside the Libyan embassy in London while anti-Gaddafi protests were taking place. Because of this, the U.K. breaks off diplomatic relations with Libya entirely. But of course, the United States isn't finished yet. It never is. In 1986, the U.S. bombs Libyan military facilities as well as residential areas of Tripoli and Benghazi, killing 101 people. They also bombed Gaddafi's house, which killed his adopted daughter. The U.S. said that these raids were in response to the alleged Libyan involvement in the bombing of a Berlin disco frequented by U.S. military personnel. Just a small tangent about the reported killing of Gaddafi's adopted daughter, Hannah Gaddafi. This has been something that's drawn quite the controversy over the years. Uh, apparently, Hannah may not have died, or the adoption may have been posthumous, or he may have adopted a second daughter and given her the same name after the first one died. After the Gaddafi family residence, which was in the Bab el-Aziza compound in Tripoli, was taken by rebels, The New York Times reported evidence, complete with photographs, of Hannah's life after her declared death, when she became a doctor and worked in a Tripoli hospital. Her passport was reported as showing a birth date of November 11, 1985, making her six months old at the time of the U.S. raid. In August of 2011, the Daily Telegraph reported on the finding of dental records relating to a Hannah Gaddafi. This report, which also cites a 1999 spotting of Hannah by Chinese officials, cites an unnamed Libyan government spokesman as stating that Gaddafi had adopted a second daughter and named her Hannah in honor of the first one who had been killed in the 1986 raid. In September 2011, the claim that Hannah had been killed in the 1986 bombing was further disputed when a video recorded in 1989 by Gaddafi's cameraman, Muhammad Ali, was obtained by the Daily Telegraph. In the video, Muammar Gaddafi and other members of the Gaddafi family refer to her by her name while playing football at a campsite. Hana is rumored to have fled to Algeria with her mother and three siblings. That is some absurd shit, and I wanted to bring it up because it's such a crazy controversy that probably needs more digging into. But yeah, let's go back to Libya now. As I mentioned, in 1986, the U.S. bombed Libya and killed 101 people. And again, 
The United States said that these raids were in response to the alleged Libyan involvement in the bombing of a Berlin disco frequented by U.S. military personnel. This will become important later on. But anyway, this takes us to December of 1988 and the Lockerbie plane bombing. Pan Am Flight 103 was a regularly scheduled Pan Am transatlantic flight from Frankfurt to Detroit via a stopover in London and another stopover in New York City. On December 21st of 1988, while the aircraft was in flight over the Scottish town of Lockerbie, it was destroyed by a bomb that had been planted on board, killing all 243 passengers and 16 crew members in what became known as the Lockerbie bombing. Large sections of the aircraft crashed into a residential street in Lockerbie, which killed 11 residents. With a total of 270 fatalities, it is the deadliest terrorist attack in the history of the United Kingdom. This bombing, this terrorist attack, will come into play later, similar to the disco bombing. Uh, so it's very significant and also just a terrible thing that happened. And I didn't know about this being the deadliest terrorist attack in the history of the UK. So just uh, good, important history here. So in 1989, Libya, Algeria, Morocco, and Mauritania and Tunisia formed the Arab Maghreb Union, or simply the Maghreb Union, in an effort to promote cooperation and economic integration in a common market. It is a political union and economic union trade agreement aiming for economic and future political unity among Arab countries and states that are located primarily in the Maghreb in North Africa. It was envisioned initially by Muammar Gaddafi as a superstate. The Maghreb is basically the name for Northwest Africa, which includes the western part of North Africa and the Arab world. Following a three-year joint investigation of the Lockerbie bombing by the FBI and the Dumfries and Galloway Constabulary, aka the Territorial Police Force responsible for Dumfries and Galloway, Scotland, until April 1st, 2013, after this joint investigation with them and the FBI, arrest warrants were issued for two Libyan nationals in November of 1991. In response to this, in 1992, the UN imposes sanctions on Libya in an effort to force it to hand over for trial two of its citizens that were suspected of involvement in the Lockerbie bombing, one of whom of these people was a government employee. More on this later as we go on. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. In 1994, Libya returned the Arouzou Strip to Chad, which they had been occupying since 1973. In 1995, Gaddafi expels around 30,000 Palestinians in protest of the Oslo Accords between the Palestinian Liberation Organization, the PLO, and Israel. A quick refresher here. There are two Oslo Accords that make up the Oslo Accords. The first Oslo Accord was signed in Washington, D.C. in 1993, and the second one was signed in Tabia, Egypt in 1995. They marked the start of the Oslo process, which was a supposed peace process aimed at achieving a peace treaty based on Resolution 242 and Resolution 338 of the United Nations Security Council, and at fulfilling the, quote, right of the Palestinian people to self-determination. The Oslo process began after secret negotiations in Oslo, Norway, and resulted in both the recognition of Israel by the PLO and the recognition by Israel of the PLO as the representative of the Palestinian people and as a partner in bilateral negotiations. The vast majority of Arabs and Arab countries disagreed with the Oslo Accords because they viewed it as defeat, as a surrender. My mom explained to me that a lot of Arabs didn't like or trust Yasser Arafat, who was the PLO leader during the Oslo peace process. A lot of people still don't like him, to be honest, and much of this dislike stemmed from his signing of the Oslo Accords. He died in 2004 at the age of 75. We'll talk more about Gaddafi's relationship to Arafat and how this changed after the Oslo Accords in our next episode, but for now, I'm going to leave you here. Have a, have a good day. Goodbye. Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com sources. Thanks for listening. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. 
obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.